Experience Action Let's stop just talking about customer experience, employee experience, and the experience of leaders. Let's turn ideas into action. Your host, Jeannie Walters, is an award-winning customer experience expert, international keynote speaker, and founder of Experience Investigators, a strategic consulting firm helping companies increase sales and customer retention through elevated customer experiences. Ready, set, action. One, two, Hey, hey, it's Jeannie Walters. We have another great question. This one is about brand differentiation. Say that three times fast. (laughs) Let's go ahead and listen. Hey, Jeannie, I was talking to a colleague of mine in the marketing department, and we have a question for you. Could the customer experience that our company delivers be used as a brand differentiator? And if so, what would you recommend? What a fantastic question. And first of all, Let me just give a shout out to all the chief marketing officers and all the marketing leaders who are tuning in, because I know there are lots and lots of you who have basically just been gifted the role of leading customer experience. And I say gifted, I could say voluntold (laughs) or added to your plate. I know lots of marketing leaders are really looking for how can they manage to really lead customer experience and get those marketing benefits like brand differentiation. So this is a really great question to tackle. So first of all, let's talk about what that means. When we talk about brand differentiation, we're talking about, you know, how are we going to be in the marketplace so that people recognize our brand, they're attracted to our brand, and they want to do work with us, frankly. So this is true in both B2C and B2B, even nonprofits. So when we think about what makes our brand different, sometimes I hear things that I I just kind of shake my head at, right? Oh, no. I'll say to, you know, a bank, let's say, I'll say, what makes you a special bank? And they sit up very straight and they say, your money is very secure here. Now, I'm sorry, isn't that the definition of a bank? Isn't that what every bank would say? Um, Yes. So in order to get this right, there are a few things I want you to think about. Because yes, the answer is yes, first of all, you can use customer experience as a brand differentiator. And in fact, doing that leads to some astounding results. If we are talking about how do we make sure CX is leading the idea of brand differentiation in our organizations, let's back up a little bit more. Studies show that customer experience has surpassed price and product. Now, depending on the study, some recognize this as this happened in 2020. Some say it's still about to happen. Any way you kind of slice and dice the data, customer experience is more important than price and product for the long term. Now, I say that because if you have a fire sale, you might get a spike in revenue and it might feel really good because people responded to those low prices. But if you are doing that consistently, first of all, you won't make all your revenue. And second of all, you're not really establishing a brand around experience. You're just saying we've got low prices, which can be commoditized very, very quickly. So brands that really focus on customer experience, they are more successful than brands that don't. And again, if I'm quoting data here, depending on what you're looking at, sometimes it says 60%, sometimes it says 80%. 
But essentially, the results are in. You get higher revenue, you have higher customer lifetime value, you have more referrals and word of mouth marketing wins, you have higher employee retention. So there are all sorts of ways that this happens. So if we look at how to make customer experience a brand differentiator, I want you to think about a couple of things. Number one, do you know what is the promise that you've made to customers? And do you know what customers think of that promise? Because sometimes when we ask this question to leaders, they say things like, well, they know that we are going to be the most responsive and the best suited for their customized needs, something like that. And then you interview customers and you say, what is the promise that this organization has made you? And they say, uh, I don't know, they're just, you know, they, they're they in my town. <laughs> so we need to think broadly about what is that promise and do customers understand that promise? So if you don't know that already, that's where I would start, making sure you have alignment there. Because if you don't have alignment there, then you need to really work on your brand promise to begin with. But then if you're really looking at customer experience and how this plays in marketing, I want you to think about the holistic customer journey. Now, if somebody is interacting with your brand, if they're interacting with marketing, that's building awareness, that's helping them get to that process where maybe they're ready to buy, it's education, all of those things. If any of that is over-promising, then later on in the journey, your customers will be disappointed. So the first thing I want you to do is align your brand premise. The second thing I want you to do is think about that holistic customer journey and make sure you have that communication between the marketing team and the rest of the journey. So that might be customer success, customer support, account management, client management, all of those folks who are helping your customers after the sale. We want to make sure that all of that is aligned. Because essentially what is creating differentiation in the marketplace today around customer experience really comes down to a few things. Number one, I would say it's personalization. Think about the experiences you have that you go back to again and again as a customer. That's because you're probably getting personalized recommendations. They're recognizing you for where you are and who you are. They are providing proactive measures to really help you achieve your goal. This is what really set Amazon apart in the beginning. I think they continue to blow us away with their innovation around this, but they are known for personalized recommendations. They are known for making sure that if they are recommending something in the journey, it's based on algorithms that pull in lots of data, not just about you, but about customers like you. And people are willing to provide their own data because of those personalized experiences. So if you can personalize the experience for your customers more than you have today. That is step one, I believe, in making sure that this happens. All the great names in customer experience, the Disneys, the Zappos, the Amazons, the, uh, you know, all of those, those are really known for this, for personalized experiences. The other thing to think about is consistency. And this is why it's so important to understand the holistic journey of your customers. Customers trust you based on the fact that you've made a promise and you're living up to that promise. So if the marketing is top notch and if they get through the sales process and they think this isn't so bad, but then the delivery is late or they don't get communication about the product or the product isn't what they expected, 
all of that breaks down that consistent trust that was built. And this is something I think we don't talk about enough, but trust is absolutely a differentiator when it's combined with that personalized approach. So where are you being consistent and where do you have those inconsistencies? Address those for sure. Now, if you think about some of the brands that are good at this, again, they're the names we know and love, right? Uh, We know what happens when we go into a Target. We know what happens when we go into a Nordstrom. Um, Those are very consistent experiences. But not only that, the digital experiences line up with that too. And in fact, there's a lot around how we can actually make things more consistent for customers, no matter the channel. So this is really where we get into omni-channel strategy, understanding how to personalize not just the digital experience, but also what happens when they come into an actual space. And in B2B, this is just as important. One of the things I talk about is that if, if we have B2B experiences that are closer to the personalized, consistent experiences that we've come to expect in B2C, that will actually be a differentiator. And I'll give you an example. I was working with a manufacturing firm and they actually realized that one of the very inconsistent parts of their journey was that they go through all of this work to get the specs right. And they set up the manufacturing and they basically say, fill out all these forms. We're going to take care of you. We're going to build this custom thing for you. But then once things started going, once they were actually being produced, there was a little bit of a gap of communication. So they started recognizing that clients were calling in to check on things. They, they were emailing, they were reaching out to their sales rep, they were doing things because they had anxiety about the fact that, you know what, they had all this consistent, proactive communication leading up to when things were actually rolling down the assembly line But then once that started, there was a gap in communication and it made them feel anxious. So what we did was we just created some proactive touch points throughout that process, including some fun, easy things. Like we're going to send a video of not just when the first thing rolls out of the line, but let's do it at the hundredth. Let's do it at the 500th so that we're really showing like, look, it's consistently being delivered and produced we are on it. We are here for you. So that level of consistency builds trust with your customer. So look at your customer journey, figure out where are the ways you're not being consistent, because that can be an absolute differentiator. And then of course, you know, empathy is a big one too. How can we build empathy with our customers by really listening to their feedback, addressing their concerns, and going above and beyond for them. One of the things that I think we sometimes dismiss as business people is thinking about what are the emotions that we want to create with our customers. Now, some of the brand differentiators out there, when you really think about them, it's not really about the product at all, right? Uh, You can now buy a car totally in a digital way through Carvana and a couple of other brands. Carvana, I really like because one of their values is what they call zagging forward. And part of that is about making sure that they are constantly listening to customer needs, not just about the car, but about the car buying experience. So they've added different things. Like in the beginning, they weren't necessarily buying cars, but now they are because they heard that was important to customers. 
that is a sense of empathy because we're listening and we're really making sure that we're listening for cues about the experience and not just the product. So that has become a brand differentiator for them is that whole car buying process is totally different than anything else out there. The other one that I have memories of is Build-A-Bear. When you could buy a teddy bear wherever, right? But Build-A-Bear created this whole thing about you got to go in, you got to pick the outfit, you got to put the heart in the bear. I mean, the whole thing was so special. And it was about creating a special memory with the kid, not just about getting the bear. That is one of the things that when we really think about it, that's what people are trying to do. That's what these parents and and caregivers and everybody, that's what we were trying to do with our kids was to create that special memory. So it wasn't about the teddy bear. It was about something bigger. That's about that empathy and understanding. So of course, that's a brand differentiator. I mean, Build-A-Bear became very successful based on that model. So as you think about how to you know, create brand differentiation around customer experience, I would encourage you to really think about how can you innovate around experience and not just products, because that's what happens with these brands that lead the way. They really innovate around experience. So having said all of that, let's get back to marketing. How do we actually share this? How do we actually provide this as a brand differentiator before somebody becomes a customer? And this is where I think thinking about that promise and getting very real about that promise can be very, very powerful. And then, you know, your customers will tell you great stories. If they have these amazing experiences, they're going to share things that you can share with the world, of course, with their permission. But that's when you see just amazing things happen. The other thing that happens is encouraging word of mouth and referrals. So I've worked with a lot of organizations, and I will say this is true in both B2C and B2B, and they have amazing relationships with their customers, and they've innovated around experiencing. They're doing all these amazing things, and yet they never, ever, ever ask for referrals. They never make it easy to get referrals. So yes, they get referrals by magic because people are so happy. But if you get proactive and intentional here about the referral program, you can really make a difference in your organization. So make the referral program easy for your customers. Sometimes it's worth providing uh, small rewards and things like that, but that really depends on the industry. So please do your homework. But the whole idea of it's okay to ask when you have happy customers, you know, who else do they know? How can they make that introduction? Whatever it is but make it easy for them, make it something that feels good for them. And if you formalize it a little bit, sometimes that's enough to really crank up the volume on the number of referrals that you get. So that, as a marketing leader, you can point to and say, hey, look at our referral rate. It's gone up since we've become intentional and proactive about not only our referral program, but about our customer experience as a brand differentiator. So There is so much to unpack here, I know, but I love that you're thinking this way. I also love to hear that CX leaders and marketing leaders are actually having conversations and talking about these things. We need that cross-functional support. CX is absolutely a team sport and we need everybody we can to get on board. So I think that's very exciting as well. 
So thank you so much for this question. You all have such fabulous questions and we can't get enough of them, frankly. So don't forget, you can leave me a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash experience action and just ask your question and you never know, we will provide the answer here on this podcast. And if you leave your name, we will let you know as soon as it is live. So thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you for really looking at the customer journey, understanding how to make sure everything works together and just being you. We are so thrilled that you're out there differentiating through experience. So thanks again for the great question. Thanks for all you do. And don't forget to come check us out at experienceinvestigators.com. Take care, everyone. To learn more about our strategic approach to experience, check out free resources at experienceinvestigators.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, our Year of CX program, and more. And please follow me, Jeannie Walters, on LinkedIn.